Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. I am joined in studio by Molly Williams. Hello, Molly. Hey, Sarah. Good to see you. You as well, even though you're over my shoulder because we had a few tech issues. So you're holding the microphone like you're reporting live from some scene of a local news story. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> Ready to break into song. Also, you're trying to keep me away because of COVID. Yes. And you're like, get over there. Yes. Stay away from me. Keep your germs to yourself. In this very small room. Yeah, particularly because you lead a very different pandemic life than I do. You are out in the real world, Molly. Oh, yeah, I am. If anybody's going to get it, I'm going to get it. You should stay away from me. Yeah. So, so yeah. I'm going to lick the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Tell people why it is that you are out in the real world, Molly. Remind well, them what it is you do. I'm a veterinarian and yes. we're essential workers. So we've been working and, uh, you know, we do the best we can, but, you know, we're touching people's pets and papers go back and forth and you know that kind of thing yeah so. yeah so and you are sheltering in place with your youngest daughter yes we've got Eleonora DiCaprio as I like to call her in the house in the house yes she sleeps till 11 or 1 she's taking two- never noon either 11 or 1 <laughs> she's taking two classes uh she's uh She's uh, generally in a good mood. She has her surly moments, so I don't blame her. She's 19. Don't we all? Oh, yeah. She's 19. She has to live with her parents. Who wants to do that? Right. But she's being really, really good and nice, and it's it's lovely to have her at home. Uh, The other two are, are at school, so... Yeah. 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 Yes. So, and and the reason it is unique for us to be seeing each other is we're not running together. No, because of COVID and also because of training. I know. Yeah. So, for a variety of reasons, the... um, Part of it was, I just got tired of getting the stink eye from people who saw us running together, you know? Like, but I see people running together all the time. I, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I think there's, you're more concerned about it than I am, which I totally get. Yeah. And I mean, again, if anybody's going to get it, it's me. You should stay away from me. <laughs> Two, you had your own training plan that you wanted to do. Yes. And you were really, I mean, we'll probably talk about that more, but you're really excelling in your training plan. You don't want to uh-huh. be held back by the anchor of me. <laughs> You're like one of those parachutes that people run with behind them. To <laughs> slow them yeah, all right. And, uh, and then, you know, three, you could get up a little later because you yes. weren't going to work. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, I, yeah. And wasn't driving John to my 14 year old son to school. So, and also you were having trouble getting up early. Tell people why uh, that is. I've got all sorts of issues. Well, the, the menopause has hit. And- <laughs> oh, the menopause, the menopause. <laughs> <laughs> and uh the night sweats have gotten pretty bad they're actually a little better now i've been taking some chinese herbs and i think things mm. are settling down but the night sweats would hit about three o'clock in the morning wake me up i'd be up for about an hour and then i go back to sleep so it's just like i i needed to spend more time in bed to get my sleep i would mm-hmm. fall back asleep it would take a while mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so yeah so you've been running in the in the midday uh i well and then with covid we've been uh closing early oh, yeah. um so yeah i was coming home early and then i was able to run after work which was which was nice really it was nice i mean i would think that would be such a tough transition to go from being a dedicated morning runner to being an afternoon runner well the reason i get up in the morning to run is because you were out there oh <laughs> and with you, you not being there there it was awful <laughs> <laughs> it's early in the morning. I don't want to get up. I'm all by myself. I got to yeah. get cleaned up, go to work. Yeah. Yeah. It's really nice to do it after work. Yeah. I, gosh, I just find I have so little energy by that point of the day. I don't have energy anytime. Of the day. I don't know. <laughs> we, you know, I think we'll probably, probably talk about this more as we go along, but uh, obviously the race is canceled. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler yeah. alert. Yes. Spoiler. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there. So, uh, your training was quite different than mine. You, mm-hmm. you loved your training. Mm-hmm. You have really exceeded in your training. You've gotten so fast. Oh, you're sweet. And I'm so, I'm so impressed with you. I mean, you are uh, a person, you're just, you're very self-motivated. Um, and you've got a lot of, uh, drive for your goals and a lot of pleasure in, in your running, which is mm-hmm. great. You know, I am a different person. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. my running was, uh, enjoyable, but not, I wasn't so motivated at it, at, about it. And, uh, and you know, my, my body's kind of breaking down and it was hurting. So, you know, uh, I, I don't take the same, I don't know, pleasure in running that you do. Uh-huh. It's a little more of a, it's more of a job, I yeah. suppose. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Which is funny because it actually is my job. It is your job. That's right. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. And so, and we were on different plans specifically because I was training for the marathon, you were training for the half marathon. Yeah. 
So yeah, so uh, as you've kind of alluded to, I'll, I'll introduce the topic that today we're going to be speaking to three different women about what they did once they found their races had been canceled or whether they were, or one of them is in limbo waiting to hear whether her August race is going to happen or not. So I just think it's intriguing what people do, the decisions they make and what they continue to do or not. Mm-hmm. And so talk about, you know, so we found out as we record this um, last Thursday, we heard that Missoula Marathon was canceled and uh, not going to be rescheduled because they couldn't find a time to do it that worked with the the city schedule and, and everything. So talk about what you're now doing, you know, with your, like you, okay, woo, we hear that Missoula got canceled. Now what? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't have to train anymore. It's done. <laughs> it's true because I love the heart rate training. I think it's been great, but it's five days a week, six days a week sometimes. And of for, running. Of running. And for my body, it was just getting to be too much. It was just too much pounding. And I really, uh, two weeks before it got canceled, I was really in this period of feeling overtrained and completely exhausted. Mm, um, I didn't know that. That's when I was at the coast and I called you on your run and was oh, like, yeah. you got to talk me through this. I can't do this. You're like an hour and a half. Give me an hour and a half. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so I, remember that now. I got through that. And uh, anyway, and, and then I dialed it back to the, from the, Oh yeah, level two. Level two plan. Heart rate. Plan. Yeah, level two to level one. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. gave me another rest day in there, and I did feel better, but I just felt kind of like a broken down horse. Mm. So I was personally, I was very glad when it got canceled, and so I've just sort of shifted my thinking. And as I was doing the plan, I was shifting my thinking to uh, gaining some mobility. I just feel like I walk around like an old lady, mm-hmm. and gaining some strength back mm-hmm. um, and slowing down. So I've started doing yoga. I'm going to try to do some more strength training. I hate strength training, but I did it the other day and I'm so sore. And, um, you're and then, hiking, your summer hiking, summer hiking. Hopefully that'll open up. And then, you know, the swimming and biking and, oh, and biking. Yes. Cycling. I went for a, yeah, went went for for a bike ride. Yes. Mm-hmm. With some friends. So, yep. so just sort of changing it out. And then I'm hoping that you and I can get back to yes. some running yes. at some point. Maybe you'll go out in the morning with me when people don't stink mm-hmm. eye you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Particularly because, you know, now it gets light so early. Yeah. And, um, yes. Yes. Yeah. So as long as I don't drag you down too much, I mean, maybe she'll do some slower runs with me, won't you? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Particularly because now I feel very confident in being able to maintain my, my level one and zone one and zone two. You okay. know, I really feel very, um, adept at, at doing that and staying in that zone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, and you alluded to our swimming. So, because that it, we have decided that that um, park is open. It is. And I sent you an article this morning. It looks oh. like uh, Corona. They don't think it's transmitted too much in water. Oh, okay. So we should be good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fecal matter. Oh, <laughs> cholera. <laughs> we can get cholera. Well, it's transmitted in fecal matter. So, but oh. our area doesn't seem to have a lot of fecal matter or sewage runoff, but like, you know, rivers and stuff that do. Our area doesn't have much fecal matter. <laughs> That's always a reassuring. <laughs> well, especially if they close the swimming area and there's not babies, you mm-hmm. know, and diapers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. That's yeah. what we're talking Because it's well, later in the day during normal times, it does yeah. get to be a popular family area. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not we're not implying that people use it in lieu of a bathroom. No. <laughs> Grown ups don't. No. Well, and you know, sometimes you get run off into the rivers and things like that. But mm-hmm. that area doesn't. Yes, right. The Willamette would our river here in the middle of Portland would be more Oh yeah. Heavens. Yeah. <laughs> so no swimming in the Willamette this summer. Uh, yeah, no, we typically don't. No, I wouldn't swim in the Willamette this summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yes, because though I still am training, I've I've modified my training. My intention is my intention. Please underline that word. Intention is to continue during doing the weekday workouts. Do and then on the heart and soul level two, the Saturday workout is typically less than an hour, and then so I would do that. And then just modify the long, the Sunday long run so that the longest I'd ever run would be two hours. So, um, and that's what I did on Sunday after I knew that the race was canceled and I didn't, you know, curse anyone's good name while I was doing it. Well, you should have been more disappointed because you were rocking this train plan. People, she's going to maybe not talk about it, but her times have been so good. (laughs) I mean, beyond what she normally is. And she, you know, she's always a badass, but you are really getting some good times. And I was really excited to see what you were going to do in this race. 
I do have to say that there is that. If I were to focus on that, I would be disappointed because I, um, in all honesty, I think there was a chance if I'd had, if the stars had aligned, I think I could have requalified for Boston. Yeah, I think you might have. Yes, be, yes, because I did do on the morning that the uh, Missoula was canceled, and I will admit that I knew the day ahead, so I already knew that that morning, um, that um, I ran, the, the, did the heart rate test, the 15-minute heart rate test, and my time from that using a pace calculator, it is unreal what it says I could run. I know. So, ah. Uh, um, and you feel good. I do feel good. You're you're not tired. You're sleeping well. You know, like I'm not walking with like a, a mm -mm. hitch in my giddy up. This has been a good training cycle for. What do you think it is? Do you think like it's more running? Do you think it's heart rate? Do you think it's less strength? Mm, so I think it's doing strength. I think it is um, doing. I think the speed is coming back because of all the um, the. I mean, doing, having a super wide base, you know, building up all that endurance, but then also layering in the speed building with the tempo and the race pace mm -hmm. and the, you know, hill repeats and things like that. And um, I don't know. I, don't, I, I really don't know. I do, will say, though, it's intriguing to me that, you know, when you talk about how you felt really, you know, um, that you want to increase your mobility and all that stuff, I sort of wonder whether going through menopause is when you get all um, rickety. And then once you come through the other side, like I have, I, you know, I definitely am not walking around, you know, having to take the steps funny. And, you know, people ask me why I'm limping, that sort of thing. Yet a couple years ago, when I would train for a marathon, people would always be, why are you limping? Why are you limping? Hmm. And so I don't know if there's like, it's an intriguing idea. I'll, yeah. I'll hang on to that. But you know, my left knee bothers me. And mm -hmm. so I'm putting more pressure on my right foot. Now my right foot's bothering me. And it's mm -hmm. just, it's just, I think it's just too much Six days a week of pounding is too much. Yeah. So I do have to say you got to get the rejuvenating balm from Nature's Gem, that CBD. Okay. It is miracle, miracle, miracle. So um, I will say the top of my left foot would occasionally bother me. And like after the three and a half hour, the 20 miler that I did, it was, I was in quite a lot of pain the next day, but then by the next day it was fine. So. That's great. Well, one more question about the, yeah. the heart rate thing. So you are doing less strength though, don't you think? Because well, you're not doing your class. I'm not doing my, cause that class is an hour. And then I had, I had stopped. I haven't done bar in a, quite a while um, with any regularity. Um, yeah. I mean, cause now that you point out, I do, I mean, it's a concentrated 20 minutes, two times a week. Cause I do yeah. the full 20 minutes. I don't that's just true. follow the circuit. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. So you do do a fair amount of strength. Yeah. I don't know. More running, um, you know, maybe also running by yourself and just really zoning in on it. It could be that. Yeah. It could be, I, cause uh, as much as I love running with you and that, and that is, mm -hmm. that much is a lot, is a ton. I, there is, I do like feeling, I forgot how I like feeling focused and like on task. Uh, yeah. And, um, and I'm a rule follower. So. Yeah. I think it's good to mix it up. I mean, mm -hmm. I really miss running with you, but you know, it's always good to have cycles of things, isn't it? Yes. Have breaks. To everything turn and turn. <laughs> there is a season. Okay. You know, we don't want to get slapped with a fine for using that song because it sounds so much like the recording. So I'll stop. I'll stop. <laughs> so, um, all right. Well, Molly, I think it's time that we move on to our guests. I do want to share one fun fact that I realized as I was putting the notes together. All three of our guests, plus you and me, are all moms of three. I just find that kind of nutty. So um, we will be joined by our first of three, three kid mom guests after this brief break. Stay with us. All right. First up is Jill Maxey, a Michigan mom of three, a medical assistant, and a triathlete. That's the part we're going to be focusing on. Uh, Jill is currently in limbo. Uh, she's registered for a half Ironman triathlon in late August. Jill's still training, including dry land training in lieu of swimming as her pool has been closed since the middle of March. Um, we will talk more about that. Uh, thank you for joining us, Jill. Thanks for having me. Hi, Jill. Uh, what are the ages of your kids? So my kids are, my oldest is 21, and she just finished up her third year of college. My middle one is 17, and she's a high school senior, so she's also in limbo. And my youngest one is 14, and he's a high school freshman. Nice. So uh, tell us about your running background, and particularly your triathlon background. 
Sure. Um, while I started in middle school, I was a hurdler and a high jumper and a mile relay member. And I continued that through high school, um, doing the same, pretty much the same events. Um, in my 20s, I kind of took a break from running. I was too busy having babies and um, running just wasn't on, on the radar. Um, I never liked the long distance stuff. Mm. So I, I kind of picked it back up. Um, when I was about 30, my husband took a job out of state. So I would do some type of cross training in the evening. And then when the kids went to bed, I would literally run laps in the neighborhood, like 10 o'clock at night, 1030 at night. I would just do running laps in the neighborhood. And so staying close, staying close to the house. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. definitely. Um, never left the sub, never left uh-huh. the sidewalk. <laughs> um, and then a couple years after, uh, a year or two into him being back home and I was running, I connected with my next door neighbor who was a new mom and she wanted to get back into running. So her and I were running together. And in 2011, on New Year's Eve, we had kind of said it at a party that was at my parents' house, wouldn't it be cool if we tried a half marathon? And my five brothers and my husband and her husband all kind of laughed and was like, yeah, okay, let's, let's see it. Um, so we're like, okay, game on, let's do it. So in the fall of 2011, I ran my first half marathon and I really liked the distance. Um, so I've done about eight or nine half marathons. I did my first full marathon in 2014. And then in 2018, I decided that um, I wanted something more than just running. So I decided to take the plunge and do triathlons. So I've done three indoor tries, uh, two super sprints, four or five sprint distances. My first Olympic distance was last summer. And this summer, I have my first half Ironman on track for August. Wow, so, that's impressive. I have to ask, what's yeah. an indoor triathlon? So uh, it's at the local YMCA, and they did it in February. And it's 20 minutes of each discipline. Oh. So you get 20 minutes in the pool, and they count your laps for you. And then you get points based off how many laps you finish. And then it's you move to 20 minutes on the bike at the Y. And then after 20 minutes, then you go on the treadmill for 20 minutes. So it's all based on distance. Mm. So if you're an excellent swimmer, you can get a whole lot of points in the pool. But if you ride super slow, Mm. you know, and you you don't get left behind because you're with a group of three other people. So Uh like this year, when I did it this year, there was a gentleman that was my age. Um, One of my friends was doing it. And then there was an older gentleman that was like in his late 60s. Uh-huh. And and it, it's a really good time, um, and you know you have fun. It's it's like twenty bucks. Uh huh. Nice. So nice. It, it was a good yeah. It's it's a good start for somebody that wants to uh-huh. do it because sure. you can just go at your own pace. If you want to backstroke the whole thing in the pool, you can. No one cares. And, and you don't and you don't fall behind. You know, the, it's right. not like you get dusted and be like, hey guys, wait for me. You know, and you're done in an yeah. hour. <laughs> there you go, right. Molly. Yeah. That's the way I'm looking at it. <laughs> Let's not ignore that fact. Make it home for lunch. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah. So it was just, it's four, it's a wave of four people at a uh-huh. time. So okay. you always stay with the same three other people and you're uh-huh. like, okay, yeah. Yeah. We can wait for Jim. He's in the bathroom. It's fine. You know? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. All right. So this half Ironman, I know you've been on a train like a mother club, half Ironman plan. And yes. um, we're, we're on it for a while from the looks of it. And um, then how did your workout shift once pools closed? Sure. So the pools closed about two weeks before the training plan actually started for me. Oh, okay. So that wasn't fun. Um, But the coaches, Jenny and Elizabeth in the Train Like a Mother group, they have been ridiculously awesome. They had given us uh, dry land swim training plans in -hmm. place of the actual pool work. So each, they gave us four training plans for the swim work, and each training plan has about 10 exercises in it, exercises in it that simulate swimming and those particular muscles that you're going to use. And mm-hmm. each of those individual exercises also came with a YouTube link. 
which I have found completely helpful because some of them I'm like, I have no idea what this means. And I would just Uh watch the video and I'm like, oh, well, I used to call this, you know, something else. Uh So, you know, so that was, that was really, so you just go through the circuit two or three times and, and then that's in place of your swimming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're not just laying on your stomach on the floor and kicking your legs and moving your arms like you're doing. No. Okay. Yeah. No. Uh-huh. There's... Okay. Or in your bathtub. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Okay. So, so, all right. So if, if we've all learned one thing during this pandemic, it's that uncertainty sucks. Um, right. So I know it's tough on you mentally to be in this go, no go zone with this race because the race director has not, um, you know, made a decision because it is a long way off. It's in August. So, right. um, you know, how are you handling this limbo? I'm doing the workouts, every single workout. And I find that since I'm working from home currently, it's easier for me to just go from on the bike for an hour to running for 20 minutes instead of having to break it up or sacrifice going short in one and cutting the other one out completely. Um, so I've been really sticking with the plan just because I, it's something I know I have to do every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that aspect of it where it's keeping me on track. I'm a person that with exercising and things like that, if I don't have a plan in place, even on the off season, I kind of just, you know, I, I don't really do anything. Mm-hmm. I still work out, but it's like, oh, well, I don't feel like running today. So I'm just going to lift weights for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. which is not really doing anything for me. So um, I've been sticking to the plan and I find that it, it gives comfort that I know that it's a normal thing I would normally be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but because there's so many people out now, I'm having to ride my bike on the trainer all the time, which is really not fun. Mm-hmm. You can't get the out race, weekends in the morning. Pardon? You can't get out on the weekends in the morning. Well, lately, um, because I live in Michigan, mm-hmm. it's either been really cold in the morning or raining or windy. Oh, you just had um, snow, didn't you? And we had snow last, the other day, last week. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, for us, it wasn't where I live. We didn't have any accumulations, but it was flurries all day. Mm-hmm. And the day before that, it was like 60. <laughs> So, and, and like for the long run, the long rides right now, I did a ride on Saturday on the trainer that was an hour and 40 minutes and the place that I would normally go, um, the, the park is open, but none of the restroom facilities are. Mm-hmm. So when you're on the bike for an hour and 40 minutes and then you have a 25 minute run after that, it mm-hmm. kind of you know, and it is 20 minutes from my house. So you had another 40 minutes on for drive time. Um, oh, Jill, I can, know. I can tell you a way to get around that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> it's kind of open though. The place is kind of open. So just, I mean, you're wearing shorts with a big old pad in it, you know, just <laughs> sit there and pretend like you're you know, fiddling with your shoes or something. And yeah, yeah. I have not. I, I I do admit I have peed in the wetsuit, but uh-huh. I've not peed on the bike. So okay. yeah, that's that's that junior yet. league peeing in a wetsuit. Come on, <laughs> step up to the majors. <laughs> give it time. Give it time. I'm sure yeah. it'll happen. Right, right. I did have three children. I'm right. sure it'll happen. <laughs> so Sarah's got a note in here that you felt swimming was your weak link. Is that true? Yeah, um, I've gotten a lot better over the last year. Um, I did the Olympic training plan from Train Like a Mother, and I got much better. Um, mm-hmm. I just I panic in the water, in the open water. Oh, I hear and you. And I forget, and then I forget how to swim. You know, yep. I, so I've noticed in the pool before everything shut down because I was doing the parts of the Olympic plan before I was jumping to the half plan just to get it back into the routine of doing two a day exercises and bumping up the swimming, things like that. Um, I, I was felt like I was making great strides and now I'm, I'm literally dead in the water because mm-hmm. I haven't been in the water since the middle of March. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Were you ever a swimmer before you came to triathlon? Did you like as a kid do swim team or anything? No, our school didn't have a pool until 
four or five years after I graduated. Mm-hmm. So that was really upsetting to me. And I had learned to swim um, not by actually taking a real lesson, like in a class, but my mom taught me oh, how wow. to swim. She taught all of my siblings and I how to swim. And then when I was about 16, I went to the Y and I took a refresher class for teenagers. Mm-hmm. And I remember the second class I was in, the coach or the, the lifeguard that was teaching, he was an older gentleman. He pulls me out of the pool and he's like, where did you learn to swim? And I was Because you like, were so good. <laughs> I was like why do I totally suck? And he's like, no, you shouldn't be in the pool learning the strokes again. You should be teaching the strokes. So how did you learn how to swim? And I said, well, my mom taught me, (laughs) you know, when we would go up north um, to the lake and see my grandma and stuff like that, we were always by, you know, she, she lives on the water. So we all learned how to swim. My mom taught us, this is how you do the thing. This is how you do the stroke. And this is how you do that stroke. So, um, so that really gave me like confidence, like, okay, I really do know what I'm doing. Cause I had taken the class because I didn't have any formal training, mm-hmm. um, but I really, I really enjoyed the swimming and I really wanted to make great strides in it for this race. Yeah. Um, but you know, I haven't been in the pool and, and it's really sad. Yeah, and all the sea monsters are are getting confidence now that nobody's in the open water. I know, I know. They're ready to attack when you get in there. So just just keep that in mind when you get back into the open water. Oh, thanks, thanks. They're hungry. What did did Molly say? Yeah. Uh, I I like to think about a disembodied hand coming up to me in the water. Oh, yeah. That's nice and calm. Yeah, Yeah. that's that's right. Uh, Okay, so what are you thinking about doing uh, if this doesn't happen? Like you have a plan B, like I'm going to just start drinking um, every day or, you know, do a virtual race I, or something in between. When I, when I drink, I sign up to do stupid things. So <laughs> I don't think drinking will be in this. Um, I think I'll stick with the plan for the, for the majority of the time. Um, like if it says run, I'll run. If it says bike, I'll bike. I mean, I won't do the three hours on the bike. If mm-hmm. if it's canceled by then, but I would do an hour, an hour and a half. I don't, I don't have a problem with that. Um, so you'll don't scale, know, pardon you'll me? Scale, you'll scale back a little bit if it doesn't happen? Yeah, but I'll probably keep with, uh, with the same setup of it. Cause I do like the cross training part of it. And I like the bike and I like the run and, and I like how it's all time-based, not mm-hmm. go out there and run for five miles. It's, it's what can you do in 45 minutes? Mm-hmm. How about all the like special flavors of the workouts though? You know, the tempo, the, you know, the intervals, that sort of thing. Are you going to keep those in the picture? Um, maybe <laughs> I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of speed work. Uh-huh. That really um, just does not bode well with me. We have one hill that's about a mile from my house. Uh-huh. So I've managed to con my other running friends to come with me to the hill the last couple weekend or the last couple Thursdays. So one person will drop their things on one side of the hill and the other person will drop their things on the other side and we go up one side and come back down the other. I love I that it's, I, I see it as the hill, capital T, capital H. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Also, that's so funny that you, that, that you feel it has a, a the other side. I don't feel our hills here really oftentimes have an other side. No, they're up and then they plateau. Yes, they? exactly. Because yeah. like we have a ridge. So when we do hill repeats, we'll go up to the top of the ridge and then you know jog back down and then you know, oh yeah once That's you get up there okay all right okay all right yeah so but like one one side of the trail and the other side of the trail how about that oh all right okay all right i was like oh my gosh it's like <laughs> you know the bear went over the mountain type thing like <laughs> no no it's like you, you go up on the right side you come down on the left gotcha 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 all right so I don't know, for people who maybe sort of are in the same limbo that you are waiting to hear whether their race gets canceled or postponed, I mean, do you have any advice? Do you, um, I don't know, some parting words for people like that? For me, I'm just sticking with it, sticking with the plan. Um, if If I'm finding that it's just too mentally straining on me to get the work in, I I just back it down. I mean, one missed workout isn't going to make or break the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think I have to go into it because it is such a big race and it's such a long race. 
and it's my first race at this distance that I really want to do well. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's just staying with it, staying the course. And mm-hmm. if something changes in the meantime, then we're going to go with it. Um, I know a lot of the places in Traverse City, which is where the race is, a lot of pe- people that have had Airbnbs and vacation rentals and stuff like that, they're all getting canceled. Mm-hmm. So if they don't cancel the race then people have no place to stay. Oh, Oh, I see. So the, the people who, the hosts have said, "Mm, you can't come in and stay at my house anymore. So there would have racers would like have to like basically be camping out or something like that because there's no no more rooms at the inn, so to speak. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. um, so for me, you know, I just say, stay the course, just do what you can do. If it's too mentally exhausting, take a day off. I mean, it's not gonna, it's not gonna hurt you to miss one or two workouts. Um, and it may be the sanity that you actually need to get through your day. If you just stick with it, even if it's okay, I'm supposed to run for, I'm supposed to do a 10 K today, but I just feel like doing a 5 K. Okay. Well, that's what I'm going to do. Um, I think having a plan and sticking with the plan for me just seems to be the best for my mental stability. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it's the only thing that I can count on right now. Yep. 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 Amen to that. Um, well, Jill, thank you so much for joining us and we will be um, sending positive vibes your way for that August race to happen. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Keep our getting in the water soon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I know if it, if it ever warms up over here, I may actually go into the open water because mm-hmm. I am surrounded on like all sides by water. Um, That's true. Yep. Get that wetsuit out and pee in it, girl, and you're good. Yeah. <laughs> At least I'll be warm. Yeah, right, right. All right. Thanks, Jill. Take good care. Okay. Thank Bye. you, too. Bye. Our next guest is Susan Hickey. She's a physical therapist, a mom of three in Ohio. Susan was training for a marathon that got canceled. Sounds familiar. Um, One thing that is now keeping Susan on track with her running is having an annual mileage goal, which I really love that aspect of her story. Welcome to the show, Susan. Thank you so much for having me. Hi, Susan. What part of Ohio are you from? Um, I currently live in the uh, Cincinnati area. I am from Northwest Ohio. Oh, I'm from Oxford. Uh, you probably know where oh. that is. Yeah. yeah, sure do. That's where I grew up. Um, and what are the ages of your kids? Um, my kids are 11. I have an 11-year-old boy, a 9-year-old girl, and a 7-year-old boy. Oh, nice. Nice. And you are a physical therapist? Yes. Nice. So are you, um, what is your job deemed essential? Um, very much so. I am working in a nursing home that oh. is um, pretty much a hot spot for COVID. Wow. Oh, no. So, wow. Yeah. Well, thank you for, for your service for doing that. That's it. My, my mother lives in a senior facility, and um, I just admire that people stick to their jobs and keep going back. Well, I tell my kids, you know, if it were your grandma, you'd want somebody in there taking care of your grandma, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm doing. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. That adds a lot of stress to your life, I bet. Uh, it, it does. It does. It's definitely challenging. I'm getting used to it, I guess. Um, but it's, it's definitely a little nerve wracking and, um, social media doesn't help. We'll just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I hear you. Well, uh, tell us about your running background. I have been running, um, for about five years. In fact, I realized that on Friday will be the five-year anniversary of my very first 5k, oh. um, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I got into, yeah, I got into this just to be able to complete a 5k before I turned 40. And um, this is where I'm at now, (laughs) Um, you know, running marathons. Um, I was actually training for a marathon as part of a four-way challenge, uh, which included a a mile, a 5K, a 10K, and the full. Wow. So um, that's what I was gearing up for when it got canceled. What was the name of that race? The Flying Pig Marathon in Cincinnati. Yeah, great. Yeah, fantastic. Nice. Nice. So, okay. So, and when was Flying Pig supposed to be? It would have been the first weekend of May. Okay. So just, um, just not, not recently. Yeah. 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 So, um, okay. So how, like talk us through how soon ahead of time you learned and then before the race, and then also how your approach to running slash training changed when you found out that the flying pig was not going to be flying this year. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, so a lot of us were, you know, staying on track. We were having a lot of talks in uh, March timeframe about what was going to happen. We were seeing other races fall. Um, I completed my 18 miler and I was just watching the news and got some news that came out that made things look um, not real good for May. And so I made the decision at that point to go ahead and defer um, before anything else happened. Oh, it was a free deferral, which mm -hmm. was really awesome. Mm -hmm. um, and it was just about two days after that, that the race itself made the call that they were not going to even have the race at all, that you were going to have to defer it mm -hmm. or that they were going to actually try to hold it again this October. Mm -hmm. um, so they gave us the option. They were fantastic about it. They gave us the option of just deferring for free till next year or going ahead and trying to run it in October. Mm -hmm. um, October didn't work for me anyway. I've, I'm also training for a 12 hour ultra mm -hmm. in October. So that really wasn't a good option. Um, so, you know, it was a mourning period um, when it was deferred, but like you mentioned before, I do have a mileage goal. So this year, my mileage goal for the first time is a thousand miles. Mm -hmm. um, the closest I've gotten is some 800 some. Mm -hmm. So um, I said, well, you know, that's if it's the one thing I still have, I'm going to keep going to be able to try to achieve that. Mm -hmm. And I'm very well still on track. Um, I'm pushing 500 at this point. Wow. So, um, yeah, so that's, uh, that's what keeps me going yeah. basically. Um, I'm just, you know, it's not all long runs. It's not all short runs. It's kind of whatever I want to do when I want to do it. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So I am a bit confused though, on the Facebook post where I found you about this, you said that you'd PR'd at every distance from a mile up to a half marathon in the past month. So like, how, where, you know, did you set these PRs? Is this a virtual race? Like, you know. Um, um, okay. So I went out, this all kind of started, training was going well. I, I will say that training was just going really well. Nice. Um, things, you know, everything was feeling great. Um, and, you know, times were coming along, paces were coming along. Um, I went out on April 9th, um, which happened to be my son's 11th birthday. Mm -hmm. And I went out to run 11 miles for nice. him. Uh -huh. um, I went out there and I was just, it was a beautiful day. Everything was perfect. And I'm watching my watch and I'm like, dang, got it. I've been looking for this 205 um, half for quite some time. And I thought, yeah, I thought, you know, I'm on track. I'm just going to go for it. Wow. And, and I got it. Um, it was like a four minute PR. Wow. Awesome. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the following week, uh, there's a local running group that set up a, a virtual 10 K Mm -hmm. and I decided, okay, let's, let's go for it. Sure enough, took another 10 seconds off my 10K. Mm -hmm. And then last week, um, I, I came home, and I, what I usually do after I come home from work, because I'm in the nursing home, is I strip at the door, and I throw some running clothes on, and I go out and do a quick run, because mm -hmm. I'm going to have to shower anyway, mm -hmm. and so I might as well just kind of, you know, kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> So um, it's all about efficiency. So, um, so I took off that day and um, I just, I don't know what was going on, but I had a great day and I ended up PRing my 5k. And while I was running the 5k, one of the miles ended up being my fastest mile as well. <laughs> I don't know where it was even coming from, honestly. And then the funniest thing is in just yesterday, I went out and took another five seconds off my mile time. Look at you. So I have no idea <laughs> where this is coming from, um, except that I'm just really listening to my body and doing what it needs, not necessarily what the plan says. Mm, good for you. Mm, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So you've really enjoyed these virtual, virtual races, it sounds like. I have. Um, they're all free ones, I got to tell you. I'm not really a big you know, getting about, about the bling and the t-shirt if I'm not actually there for the experience. But these free ones, sign up and just see what I can do. Eh, why not? And, and do you have a hard time rallying yourself to push through? Doesn't sound like it. <laughs> um, you know, it, it kind of depends on the day. Like yesterday, yesterday I, I, uh, I was on a flat course 
And I'm like, on it, if I'm going to do this, today is a perfect day to do it. You need to do it. And I didn't want to because you know what? It really is hard to run a mile really fast. It is. It hurts. <laughs> I hate it. It kind of sucks. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't really want to do this, but like, this is the perfect time to do it. So, and then I was running it and I was like, you know, like three quarters of the way in and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I'm dying. I'm dying. And I'm like, my brain says, you don't want to do this again. You need to finish this. <laughs> so it's done, you know? So I'm like, all right. And I, I mean, literally I was out on this bike path and I was like yelling at myself. I was like, go, go, go. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I'm like really crazy like that. I also love how proud you are of yourself in this. And I don't think we give ourselves <laughs> enough credit. And I think it's fantastic. I think you absolutely should be proud of yourself and give yourself a pat on the back and you're doing it. And more women should do that. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Particularly because you are, it's, I imagine have a lot of stress at work. You're on your feet all day. I would, or a lot of the day mm -hmm. and that mm -hmm. you have a physical job, you know, you're not just pushing papers around or, you know, tapping on the keyboard like I am all day and that you come home and do this. So I don't know, you've got, you've got an extra reservoir of energy or something that, that you're tapping into. And that's awesome. I can't tell you how good it feels to be able to take that mask off mm. and just enjoy fresh air. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. something I think people don't even appreciate when you spend the day with this darn mask on your face all day with, you know, gowns and gloves and all covered and confined. And then you can take it all off and just go. It's just really awesome. Mm. That's awesome. I wonder if your red blood cells are going up from lack of oxygen all day long. I mean, I actually have wondered that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that you two are like conspiracy theorists <laughs> together. <laughs> well, that would be a physiological response to, you know, decreased oxygen. And, and then that might be helping you run. But anyway, you're still, uh, you're still a, a wonderful, hardworking person, no matter yes. all of it. Right. Yes. I'm, not, I'm not trying to like take it away from you at all. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh no, it's all good. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> so, and I love that your annual mileage tally is the carrot that keeps you chasing. Um, although that ultra, you must be, I mean, in the back of your mind, are you training for the 12 hour ultra or is that kind of in the future? And right now it is about the annual mileage. Well, while it's still on the calendar, it's still being considered. So um, I'm keeping up my mileage just to keep myself, you know, going. I mean, it's, it's two things working together. I really have some serious doubts that it will actually happen. That the ultra, but, the 12 hour ultra. Will. Yeah. The ultra. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Just, just seeing what else is going on. Um, but you know, it's, it's really not about that right now. Um, it's, it's really definitely more about what can, what can I keep up with every month? So I kind of set, I kind of set myself up here I've run the past four months, I've hit a hundred every month. That's awesome. never happened before. Awesome. So, so now I'm kind of like, well, you can't quit now. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, <laughs> so this pressure is back on to be able to just hit that number. So with an annual mileage like that, knowing that, okay, the past several months you've hit a hundred, do you then find in the last week of the month, you're like, oh, oh shoot, I got to go out on another run. Cause I got to, I got to hit 37 miles this week and it's Thursday. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I, well, you know, so halfway I'm at, uh, where am I at now? A little over what? 48. I'm at 48 right now. So okay. I, you know, I keep track of things, you know, I'm almost halfway through the month that I'm on track. Yeah. So yeah. I'm feeling pretty good right now that yeah. I can, you know, make it happen. Yeah. 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 Nice. 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 Well, thank you for sharing a glimpse into your life and all those accomplishments. And, and um, I know people are applauding you as they listen to this. So keep up the good work, Susan. I'm just hoping to inspire others to keep moving. I think you are. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. And thank you for taking care of all the grandmas at the yeah. and grandpas. Yes. Thank you. Stay safe. Happy to do it. Our final guest is Melissa Trupia. She's a mom of three from Illinois who, like Molly, works in veterinary medicine. Glad you could join us, Melissa. Hi. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what is it you do in, in the veterinary world? So I actually, I do house calls um, specifically for almost exclusively for senior pets, um, for physical rehabilitation and palliative and hospice care. Um, and I do acupuncture too. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah, I kind of um, 
worked my way into that area over the past few years and um, stopped working in a general clinic altogether probably a, about a year and a half ago. Oh, that's awesome. Are you finding it challenging with COVID? Uh, definitely. I'm definitely limiting my appointments and not, not able to really do as much as I want to, um, but still seeing the cases that really need um, help, especially those ones that are kind of end of life situations. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. Well, that is, that is wonderful work, giving comfort to animals like that. So thank you for that. Um, uh, shifting to humans, um, what are the ages of your kids? They are 12, 10, and 7. Nice. Nice. And so tell us about your, your running background, Melissa. Um, so, yeah, I guess, you know, I was thinking about that the other day. I started running in vet school, I would say minimally. Um, it wasn't until after my second kid was born that I really got out there and got the jogging stroller and did couch to 5K and started doing more from there. So, um, and then even with that, didn't do any races until 2016. And I did a marathon that year. (laughs) (laughs) So you jumped in with both feet. (laughs) Yeah, just go for it. (laughs) Yeah, way to go. What race are you training for right now? Um, I had been training for the Naperville women's half. I had been. Okay. Have you stopped training or is it canceled or what's going on? Yeah. Oh yes. It did get postponed and then canceled. Um, It was supposed to be in April. They moved it to June and then it's just completely canceled until next year at this point. Okay. And are you still training? I am because we're actually going into Chicago marathon um, training season at this point. So I never really stopped. I just sort of had to figure some stuff out and regroup, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that was your approach, just kind of move into the next race? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So on Facebook, you said, um, I tried to stick to a plan, but mentally yeah. it just became a chore and ugh. <laughs> so um, uh, detail a bit more for us, maybe what the ugh meant. And um, because you wrote yeah. that um, now you're just um, taking life just day by day. Yeah. So um when I guess back in March, when everything was going down with all the school closing and all that, um, I think it's almost like a stages of grief situation where initially mm-hmm. I was in like denial, like, oh, you know, it's too bad that the kids aren't going to school. I'm going to still keep doing my race plan though, because surely in a month we'll be mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like, I think when I finally realized that reality, that's not going to happen, it, hitting those high numbers, the high mileage on the long run on the weekend, it did feel, it felt just too overwhelming mm-hmm. and like a chore. But I still needed to get out there and run, just as we all do, for um, mental health and physical health. I just found it really hard to, you know, follow the plan as, for, as far as, like, specific mileage and really trying to work on my time and stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt with COVID just a, a sort of a, a sense of stress, even though I don't like mentally feel like I'm stressed, but I just I think there's something about it and that was impacting my my training, um, a sort of a weight. Yeah. Did you feel something like that? I, I did. Yeah, because I, I mean, maybe part of it was like, you know, why am I doing this? You know, mm-hmm. there's no finish line. There's not going to be any hoopla on a race day. And that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, it just, it felt like another thing that I had to do in a day that was all jumbled up with all the other, like scheduling e-learning and making sure this and this is done. And in some ways life almost felt more out of control than it did before we were stuck at home. So, yeah. So where you are now, you, you feel like, do you feel more joy in your running? Do you feel more peace with it? I, I, yeah, I do. I think once I was able to give up the plan and just be like, okay, what, what am I going to do a little differently? So I still can enjoy it. And it doesn't feel like another thing on the to-do list. Um, I was already in many happy miles, so that's Mm. great. I I really went back to that calendar. Um, 
and followed a lot of those runs on there. Um, mm -hmm. I always find those to be really fun and you can make them. I feel like I do. I make them as long as I want or as short as I want. Mm -hmm. um, so just adjust it to sort of what I need, like a loose training plan in my head. Mm -hmm. um, and then when the, the love your run series came out too, like I signed up for that immediately because it did give me some, structure month by month. What am I going to work, work on this month? What can I work on next month? Um, I am a goal oriented person mm -hmm. and I do, I feel better and I just work better if I have a, a calendar in front of me and a plan going. Um, so that kind of checked off all those boxes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so you mentioned Chicago marathon. Um, so you have an entry for that. Yeah. Yep. I do. I run with a charity. Oh, okay. Awesome. What charity? Yeah. Um, Jack's fund for melanoma. Oh yeah. I saw it and saw your pictures that you sent. You were wearing that, um, a shirt for them. So you've done that in the past. Yeah. Yes. This, and this will be, uh, the fifth mayor Chicago marathon that I've run with them. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. And is Chicago the only marathon you run? Like, um, obviously numerous times, but have you run other marathons? I have not someday. It's just, it's right there. So it's just convenient, I guess. Um, right. and I like running with that charity and it's, uh, I guess, yeah. It, it well, it's takes a great marathon. A don't get, don't get me wrong. It's a fabulous oh, marathon. Yeah. <laughs> I was just, I'm just always intrigued by people like you, you, the one time I ran New York, just everyone there seemed to, oh, that's the only marathon, you know? So, um, I'm just intrigued yeah. by, you know, repeaters versus people who branch out. So, um, <laughs> So, I mean, what's, you're right there near Chicago. I mean, kind of what's the vibe? What's the thinking about the race happening? And, and um, what do you think your approach will be until an announcement's made? So I, you know, I guess, I think I had to pick a side <laughs> in my head. Um, is it going to happen or not? So mm -hmm. I'm going to approach it that it's not going to happen physically in Chicago downtown with 40,000 other people. Um, mm -hmm. especially after the podcast the other day where, um, Ooh, I can't sorry. remember who it was, but yeah. Oh, sorry. Amanda. Uh -huh. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yes. I just, I mean, I'm sorry. I, some people found that last week's podcast, um, um, a oh. bit too pragmatic for their, for their liking. Well, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, that's me. I work well with that. So, um, uh -huh. oh, good. Thank you. So if it happens, yay, I'll be really happy and surprised and we'll go for it. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and approach it that I'm, since I am running with a charity, I'm still going to do it, um, on, on October 11th, regardless. Wow. Um, I'll just have to figure out a different way to do it around my town here at home. We'll, we'll pick a route, whether that's going to be the 26.2, you know, all at once, or maybe I busted up into a few runs that day. But I think my plan now is like, I'll do the training plan of some sort and I will cover that distance on that day regardless. Mm. Well, that's great. That's a good goal. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's intriguing. It never occurred to me to, to break it up into chunks. Would you run it with other people in the charity? Like, you know, just have a small group or just do it by yourself? You know, that would be fun. If anybody in my group was interested, I think that would be a great way to do it. Cause at least there would be some type of support. Mm -hmm. um, but otherwise I'll do it by myself. And I did come up with that idea from the ladies um, in many happy miles who mm -hmm. some of them are doing those backyard ultras. And I was mm -hmm. like, Oh, maybe, it, you know, there's a way to get it done. That isn't too overwhelming to think about doing alone. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah. Right. Right. Um, so, all right. I, um, kind of Facebook stalked you a little bit and, um, I, I saw a photo that made it look like you have some experience in doing this. It looks like you ran 30 miles in like 14 hours broken up into segments. Like it was a piece yeah. of paper. that said like 6.5 miles starting at, and it's at 6am, five miles, 740. Like what's up with that? Like, yeah. That. <laughs> yeah, that, that, and that was inspired by some of the other ladies that did that. And, and, Really, it's the Chicago Marathon um, looming, I guess. I was like, okay, if I can do that, then I, I know that I can, I can make this happen on my own. I can do it by myself. Um, so that was sort of my challenge to just tell myself that I can do that many miles in a day by myself if I need to. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, yes, I'm a lunatic at the same time, but it, it had other purposes as well. <laughs> because you also, it wasn't, uh, from the looks of that piece of paper, it wasn't like you did it over the course of 24 hours. It looked like your last run to finish up that 30 miles started at 8 p.m. and you yeah. started at 6 a.m. So yeah. like you really busted it out there, girl. Yeah. And it, you know, that's, you got to get stuff done. It was supposed to be that Yeti challenge. I think it oh, yeah. was supposed to be five miles every four hours, but I was yep, like, you yep. know what? I got to, I got to speed this up a little bit because I need to sleep at night and I have to do like zoom meetings for the kids and we're just going to get, we're just going to go. So yeah, <laughs> because, gonna get because it done. I, I looked at it and I'm like, wait, if you did six miles start 6.5 miles starting at 6am, then five miles starting at 740. Like, what'd you do? Like, take like an eight minute break in between and call it like two separate. Yeah. <laughs> one of them I did. I came, I actually, that one, I came home, like hung out in the kitchen for a minute and went and got on the treadmill because my husband went out to do his run. Oh <laughs> so, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, and then do you, um, will you still be fundraising? For the charity if like is that your motivation because now that you've done you've done 30 miles in one day so you know you yeah. can do it so i mean kind of what's keeping you going to want to do 26.2 on october 11th that definitely um fundraising for the charity is is a huge part of it um because i are committed to that back in november i think wow. and so, and again, I've run with them for a few years now, um, and it is an important cause for me. I've had people in my family affected by melanoma, and I just feel like I can't say, you know, I'm not going to not fundraise and, and work on that. And, and I, you know, at the same time, I can't not run the race if I'm going to fundraise. That's just mm -hmm. part of it. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So yeah, great. So maybe parting words, what advice do you give to people then who are looking to do these challenges where they chunk up a bigger distance and do something over 24 or 18 hours in your case? Um, um, you know, like uh, any recovery tips or do you, ch do you change your clothes? How many times do you shower? Like get down to the nitty gritty of this. Yeah. So I don't know if this is good advice. I did change my clothes once. Um, my family probably wasn't very excited about that, but um, it was a cool day. So it's too horrible. Um, but I would come home and have like an easy, something easy to eat. Um, and I had dinner, you know, with the family at the table and then I would just wow. like get up and go do it again. And I would say, and I was trained up not even really for a half marathon. So I would say wow. if you've been running, if you just, it's a lot of it is mental too. If you just decide that you're going to do it, I would give it a try. It feels good to get it done. So I don't know. I feel like I needed that at that point in time to just feel like I achieved something, I guess. And it also just is a way to take your mind off of some of the other things going on in life right now. So yeah, no doubt. So it wasn't miserable. You'd do it again. I think I would do it again. And it, and it was fun um, to have other ladies in the group, you know, doing it around that same week. And I know there's some people still doing it. So that was a way to do it, you know, alone, but also virtually with someone else. What do you, what do you call that type of race that's broken up like that? Like, you, I, like a multi, they, it's not a multi-stage race. I mean, what is it? I, you know, I don't know. I'm not I sure. Now I, feel, now I feel like I need to Google it, but what exactly do I Google to, and now there's probably people who know and they're yelling out as they're running along. Sarah, you idiot. It's called a wah, 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 wah. So I can't quite hear their answer though. Uh, <laughs> on social media. Uh, well, uh, Melissa, I, I like the way you look at things. So um, thanks for joining us and sharing with us. Thank you so much. It was so much fun. Good. Take good care. Okay. Take you care. You too. Yourself. Bye-bye. All right. Well, I hope those ladies maybe gave you a new way of looking at things as, as we try to um, keep going, moving forward day after day, um, whether it's on the road or, or in life in general. So, um, all right. And perhaps there's a mom in your life that you want to show some love to. Um, we have a collaborative box that we did with the runner box. We love them. We've done those a couple times. And this one's called Show Mom Some Love. There is a limited supply left. It wasn't specifically for Mother's Day. So if you just 
there's a mom that you feel you need to, or other um, woman runner. Um, I guess it could be for men. There's nothing specifically woman-y in it. Um, it has nearly $70 worth of treats in it. It uh, costs 35 bucks. So you're getting basically a 50% um, off there. It has trail truffles, a bath bomb, healthy chocolate, two tubes of noon, our favorite Belega socks, these nifty no-tie laces, and much more. You can find those at therunnerbox.com. Again, that's therunnerbox.com. And you'll find it under the gifts tab in the top navigation. Again, again, those are going fast. They were limited edition and they're almost sold out. Our podcast today was produced in Portland, Oregon by Alex Ward from Sounds Like Pictures. Many happy miles. Mm-hmm.